Welcome back to the Fit-ish Project, where we make health and fitness practical for the average person like me and you. Getting into this week's topic, I thought we would talk about alcohol. And reason being is because I get questions about alcohol quite a bit. Um, you know, questions about like, if it's possible to lose fat while drinking alcohol, how alcohol is affecting your progress in the gym. Is it possible to be healthy and still drink alcohol? Like, what do I need to know about, you know, being able to drink alcohol and still focus on my fitness? Like, is it possible to do those two things together? So I thought it'd be helpful to just kind of go over some of those, those big topics and some of those areas and answer some of those questions. So in this episode, that's exactly what we're going to do. Uh, basically, what you need to know about alcohol, how it affects your health, alcohol and hitting your fitness goals, alcohol and fat loss. And then we'll just talk about a few tips for incorporating alcohol while still being able to make fitness progress because I do think it is possible to do both. So I'm going to talk about how I've been able to do that and uh, hopefully give you a couple of tips on if that's a choice that you choose to make that you can use as well. My whole purpose of this podcast is not to like tell you whether or not that you should drink alcohol. You know, you're an adult, you can make choices for yourself. But I just wanted to talk about some of these areas, talk about some of these topics, give you a little insight into what's actually going on, and then you can use that information and make that decision for yourself. I think sometimes we get a little bit weird about the topic of alcohol. You know, it's so ingrained in our culture and people enjoy drinking alcohol, but we also have issues with alcohol too. So it's kind of one of those things where you have to find a happy medium and know, be able to make a decision for yourself and be okay with that choice. Sometimes people get offended if you're on one side of the fence or the other. Like if you're somebody who chooses not to drink, sometimes people get weird about that and they don't really like that or they try to like guilt or shame you into drinking. And sometimes you have, you know, people on the other side of the spectrum who if they don't drink, never really drank, and they kind of judge people and look at people who do drink. So again, my whole thing is, you know, you have the freedom to make the choice that you want. I just think it's important to give people the information about what's actually going on. And then if you do decide to make that choice, give you some tips to uh, help you with your fitness in regards to you know, being able to drink some alcohol and still hit your fitness goals. So with that being said, we will get into it. So I came up with this topic because last weekend I actually went up to South Bend, Indiana to go to a Notre Dame game. Notre Dame football game. My buddy, one of my best friends, Davin, he is a strength coach for the Notre Dame football team. And so I uh, went up there and was meeting up with some friends, some college buddies. Uh, so we all went up there for the weekend and watched the game, watched Notre Dame, kicked the crap out of pit, which was a lot of fun. But we were drinking a little bit. You know, we had some drinks before the game, after the game. You know, we don't get to see each other and get together all that much. So having some drinks together and socializing all that good stuff that, you know, we like to do when we get back with our old friends. So, you know, I was just thinking about drinking and being able to hit health goals and stuff like that, because I'm currently in a fat loss phase. And sometimes I'll have people who I work with who will ask me about, you know, like, is it possible to still drink and lose fat? Like, how is that affecting me? All that kind of stuff. So I thought it'd be a good topic to hit on. You know, and short answer, as I said, yes, you can make fitness progress while drinking alcohol. Obviously, you know, like anything else, it needs to be moderated. But, you know, I've been able to achieve a lot of different fitness goals while still being able to drink in moderation and, you know, socialize and have some drinks with my friends and do all that stuff because it's something that I enjoy to do. When I originally went on my goal to lose 100 pounds, I was like right out of college. 
actually, I was still in college. So I was at the tail end of college when I decided to start losing weight. So obviously, you know, being in college, most people drink and I was one of those people. So I was drinking pretty frequently. I mean, at least one to two times per week, sometimes more, you know, those college habits will get you, but not necessarily that that was, you know, the best thing for my health, but just stating that I was able to still lose weight while I was drinking. Now, you know, there's other parts to it. Losing weight isn't the only part of getting healthy. Like, obviously, that was, you know, a big part of me getting healthier. But alcohol can have some other effects on your health and stuff like that, which we're going to talk about. But my point is, is that yes, it is possible to drink and still lose weight. uh, Because throughout my 100 pound weight loss, I was drinking, you know, at different times, but was still able to lose weight. So uh, first, I thought with this first section, we would just talk about some of the effects that alcohol can have on the body. And I think these are important to recognize because when it comes to health as a whole, obviously you need to know what alcohol is doing to your body so that you can make the best decision for yourself, but also so that you can kind of, you know, plan and maybe uh, mitigate some of those, those challenges or some of those stressors that alcohol can put on your body. So when it comes to alcohol, one of the main things that I have found in, you know, the research tells us is that alcohol really messes with our sleep. Since I've been wearing my fitness tracker, my whoop, I've been wearing that thing for about shoot, probably like four or five years now. But one of the very first things that I noticed is that whenever I drank, if I drank like either a decent amount or if I drank anywhere near like bedtime, I'll say within like two hours within sleeping, my sleep was jacked up for the next day. So the whoop gives you a recovery every single day. So red is kind of like the bad zone or like not great recovery. Yellow is kind of in the middle and then green is like good. And pretty much every time I drink, if I have more than like three drinks, my recovery will be red. Or if I drink within like two hours of bedtime, my recovery will be red. And when I look at my sleep, the whoop breaks it down. A lot of times I will not be getting as much REM sleep and I will not be getting as much deep sleep. So sometimes you'll hear people say like they sleep really well when they drink alcohol and you might feel like you're sleeping well, but the actual quality of the sleep that you're getting is is not very good. So that's obviously something that you want to you know take note of because alcohol does affect your sleep and we know that sleep is very important for our health. Alcohol and how it affects your metabolism. So in the grand scheme of things, you know like when it comes to maybe body composition goals like fat loss or weight loss or even just maintaining your weight, like you can drink alcohol and still lose fat, but it does have effects on your metabolism. So what happens when you drink alcohol is basically your body prioritizes metabolizing that alcohol before anything else. So let's say you have you know, food in your system and you start drinking, well, your body's going to prioritize metabolizing all that alcohol, and get that out of your system before it does the other things. So people sometimes think that because that's the case, well, you know, if they start drinking that they no longer are burning any fat or, you know, it's going to cause them to gain weight or mess up all their progress, but that's not necessarily true. If you were, you know, eating the right amount of calories, still managing your calories and not going crazy, you're still going to be okay in the whole scheme of things when it comes to fat loss. But it does affect your metabolism a little bit. I think that's something interesting that you can note. But if you're, again, managing your calories, if you're not eating crazy amount of calories, then you should still be okay when it comes to fat loss. Uh, Another thing that alcohol can affect, obviously, is your self-control and your discipline issues. So sometimes, like I said, when it comes to drinking, you'll notice like it's not necessarily that people are drinking like thousands and thousands of extra calories. But a lot of times when people drink, they will make certain choices. And a lot of times those choices involve food. 
Um, you know, so people like they drink and then they eat a lot more. That's just normal. Like people are drinking and they just naturally, whenever you're in an environment where like you're drinking, there's food involved a lot of times, or maybe like you get done drinking and like you want to go grab some food. That sounds really good. So obviously, you know, self-control, the discipline issues can affect your health. And also along with that, you know, the self-control and like the discipline type thing, you know, people making different choices, like we're talking about health as a whole, obviously, you know, relationships are part of health and stress is part of health. And sometimes people make decisions when they're drinking that can affect their relationships or you know, cause more stress or they just do stupid things like we've all, you know, either done it or been around somebody who's done something really stupid when they were drinking. And sometimes those things can cause big issues and cause a lot of stress within your life. So, you know, that's also something that you have to think about as well. Another thing that alcohol can affect is obviously when you're drinking, it's dehydrating you. So when you're drinking, you are getting dehydrated. And we know that dehydration is not necessarily the best thing for us. Um, so alcohol is a diuretic, which means that it causes you to pee more. So you lose more fluids. So you're drinking a bunch, like you're taking a lot of fluids in, but you're also peeing a ton and you're getting rid of more fluids than you're putting back in. So it causes you to get dehydrated. Um, unless you're somebody who drinks water while you're drinking, making sure that you know, you're know you hydrated before, you hydrate after you're done drinking, like all that stuff can help with that dehydration. But a lot of times people, when they're drinking, they don't necessarily focus on drinking water or they forget to drink water or whatever the case may be, which leads to dehydration. And as we know that dehydration is part of the reason that we get hung over the next day. So if you're really dehydrated, not getting enough water, a lot of times that will contribute to how you feel the next day and how you feel when you wake up. So so that's just another important thing to take note of. Whenever you're drinking, dehydration is always going to be something that you should think about. Uh, and then lastly, just the effects of alcohol on the brain. So we know that overconsuming alcohol can have some damaging effects on the brain. You know, and this is where the whole moderation thing comes into play. And there's some controversy or some discussion about what moderate drinking is and like how much alcohol we have to intake in order to like be affecting our brain and all that kind of stuff. But some of the common recommendations that consider, you know, consider it moderate drinking would be like seven drinks per week for women or like one drink a day. And then for men, it's like two drinks a day or 14 drinks for the week, which some people would consider that to be over the limit and would still have some effects on your brain, which there is some, some studies that show that, you know, having that much, even though it is considered moderate drinking can have an effect on your brain. So personally, I mean, as somebody who does drink alcohol, I don't like freak out over this type of stuff. I think the main point is just to understand like what effects alcohol does have on your body. Like it does affect your body in negative ways, especially if you are over consuming it. It's important to realize how it is affecting your body so that you can kind of mitigate some of those those effects. Because there's some things that you can do, which we'll talk about a little bit later to you know, help prevent some of these things. But again, I think the big thing is if you are going to consume alcohol, like moderating it and you know, maybe trying to put some parameters on what that looks like for you is going to be probably your best bet for being able to make fitness progress or prioritize your health if those are things that are important to you. So not that it's bad or, you know, that you can never drink or anything like that. Like if you choose to do that, you absolutely can, but just understand that there's some, there's some, you know, things that come with drinking that you need to understand. And there's some ways that you can help yourself out if you are going to make that choice.
So with all that being said, I thought it would be helpful to talk a little bit about hitting fitness goals while consuming alcohol. So being that we just kind of laid out some of the challenges or some of the issues that drinking alcohol can provide, let's talk about you know what that means for hitting fitness goals. So obviously we talked about the dehydration thing and when you're dehydrated and you are maybe chasing some fitness goals, let's say you have some goals in the gym, maybe you're trying to get stronger, you're trying to build muscle, uh, you know, you're trying to work out, be consistent on that front. When you are dehydrated, you're more likely to injure yourself. So that is something to take note of. So like if you're somebody who's maybe you're going out for a night or you're going to drink or have some drinks, like really making sure that you hydrate up so that you, you know, don't injure yourself can be something that, you know, can be helpful. I know for me, like I think it was a couple, like two summers ago, I was playing slow pitch softball. The day before I had had a wedding, I was in the wedding and we drank a lot. We had a lot to drink and I was pretty hungover, didn't feel all that great, pretty dehydrated. I didn't do like anything that day, but we did have a softball game that night, the night after the wedding. And uh, we're playing in this slow pitch softball game. I was up to bat. I hit a ground ball. So I go to you know, run, sprint, try to beat it out. And I pulled my hip, like my hip flexor so bad. It was sore for probably like a good two weeks for like the next three days. I couldn't walk without a limp. I couldn't even pick my leg up because my leg was so sore. And when I think back to a lot of the like little injuries that I've had like that, I haven't had a ton, but I've had some like little muscle strains or things like that. It's almost always been around a time where like I was drinking or dehydrated or like wasn't sleeping or like there was some type of like stress where like, you know, things were going on and I ended up getting injured like that. So that can be something to think about for sure. Like if you are planning on getting a workout in after you were drinking, like just be careful and be a little bit more cautious about things. Uh, when you're dehydrated, you're obviously not going to perform as well. Your strength is probably going to be down. Like if you think about if you ever exercise when it's really hot or, you know, exercise when like you're dehydrated, you just don't have as much energy. You don't feel as strong. You don't feel as good. You're not as fast, like all those things. So obviously, if you're trying to work out like and you're dehydrated from drinking, those things are going to affect your workouts, which in turn can affect the progress that you're making. So, again, just something to think about. And then I guess the third and final point, which most people probably understand this, but if you're trying to work out when you're hungover, it's just not fun at all. It's not easy. It's not fun. It's not enjoyable. Like it just sucks. So if you're always hungover all the time, like if you're drinking quite often and you just feel hungover and you just feel like you don't have energy. Well, obviously that might be something that you might want to change so that you can get your workouts in and do the things that you need to do. Maybe limit it to the amount of days per week that you're going to drink or cut down on the drinking or whatever the case may be. So just wanted to touch on that real quick about alcohol and being able to hit your fitness goals. I think the best tip for that is, again, like I said, just moderating your amount of alcohol and trying to maybe put that on like one or maybe two days per week where you're drinking and then try to keep your workouts away from those days where you are going to be drinking. Um, I know for me personally, I try not to drink throughout the week, Monday through Friday, just because that's when I really like to get my routine. I like to get some hard workouts in. I like to run, like to be active, do all that stuff. And I know that if I'm like, if I have a night out or if I drink or have more than like one drink, like I'm going to be feeling it within my workout. So I do sometimes like, you know, on special occasions, like friends in town or going out to eat or something like that, like I'll have a drink. But for the most part, I try to stay away from drinking alcohol throughout the week for that reason. Uh, moving on to the next section, we have alcohol and fat loss. So I've touched on this just briefly, but we'll uh, we'll go over this a little bit more in detail and talk about like 
what you can do, what you can't do. Um, just some of the things that you should know when it comes to alcohol and fat loss. So can you lose fat while drinking? Yes. Uh, it comes down to calories, just like all the other things. If you listen to my other podcast, you probably understand what a calorie deficit is by now. You probably understand what energy balance is by now. So if you are managing your calories, in other words, if you're in a calorie deficit and you're drinking alcohol, you're still going to lose weight. But you need to understand, again, alcohol and drinking calories can add up very quickly and it can make staying in a calorie deficit more difficult. So, again, you have to understand how much you're actually taking in when it comes to drinking. And if like drinking is causing you to eat more food, that's also something to take note of. So alcohol itself has seven calories per gram. So it's pretty dense in regards to like just you know how many calories are in alcohol per gram. So, so we've talked about carbs and protein, and those have four calories per gram. And then we've talked about fat, which has nine alcohol is somewhere there in the middle, and it has seven grams per calorie. So when you're thinking about it, again, there's quite a few calories, it's just very calorie dense, which means you know, you can drink not that much alcohol and it has more calories in it. Um, and when we're thinking about just like some basic drinks, like a light beer has probably around 100 calories. Seltzers typically have around 100 calories. A five ounce glass of wine has about 125 calories, which like, you know, five ounces really isn't that much. And a lot of people think, you know, 10 ounces is probably closer to what they would normally drink, like in a wine so again it's very easy to overconsume alcohol because like some of these quantities like they aren't that much but they can add up pretty quickly uh, a 1.5 ounce shot of liquor is about 100 calories depending on the type of liquor that you have so as i said like pretty calorie dense and so that's why you just kind of have to be aware if fat loss is a goal how much you're actually consuming because you know light beer let's say you have four or five seltzers on a night like that's an extra 500 calories right there probably wouldn't notice that because 500 calories worth of food and 500 calories worth of drink are very different in terms of like how much it's going to fill you up, like all that kind of stuff. Like you probably wouldn't even really notice that much if you had like, you know, say five seltzers throughout the night, like it doesn't seem like a whole lot, but those calories can add up. Now, let's say you do that for another night, maybe another night, like those 500 thousand 1500 calories they add up very very quickly so if fat loss is the goal and you're taking in all these extra calories well it's going to make losing fat a little bit more of a struggle so with that being said some of the things you can do is like choosing some of those lower calorie options so choosing lighter beers or the drinks like the seltzers that are typically a little bit less calories or even like you know the liquor the spirits those are all lower calorie options versus like you know your heavy beers or like your mixed drinks that have like a bunch of juice in them or you know, the margarita mix and all that kind of stuff, like all those extra calories within those drinks can add up pretty quickly. I think one thing that I've done, especially like when I was trying to lose weight, was I would typically just stick to liquor and I would just choose zero calorie mixers. So like diet sodas or water or diet tonic water, or diet club soda, all that kind of stuff to mix with the drinks. Or I would just stick with like light beers or seltzers, those sorts of things that just have less calories than a lot of those higher calorie drinks. Because like, like I was saying, like one of those mixed drinks, you could get something that has like a bunch of different juice in it and a bunch of different ingredients. And like, you could have a drink that easily has 300, 400 calories and you have, you know, three or four of those. Well, that adds up pretty quickly. So just those little tweaks that you can make if you are going to drink that can help you, you know, cut down on some of those calories. I know like back when I was in college, I would drink a lot of, uh, like mixed type of drinks. And my go-to for a while was I would just get a gallon of Sunny Delight 
which is about probably a thousand calories, maybe a little bit less. I would pour some of it out and then I would just pour uh, liquor straight into that gallon and I would just carry that gallon around and I would drink most of it, almost that entire gallon that night, which obviously not a great, uh, not great for my health, not great for, you know, body composition or fat loss or anything like that. And that's probably why I was, you know, 300 pounds because I would do things like that. And I didn't even really think about it at the time. You know, I wasn't worried about calories, but now that I know a little bit more about health in general and just understand calorie, um, you know, calories and energy balance and all that stuff. That is not a choice that I would that I would make now. The other thing you have to think about too, when it comes to fat loss, is touched on it a little bit, but just like with the you know the choices and like the self control piece of like drinking. A lot of times when people drink, they have what's called the drunchies. If you have ever heard that term, basically like when you're drinking, you get hungry or you want to go grab food after you're drinking. You know, make that Taco Bell run. You know, go to go to Perkins or whatever the case may be after you after you're done drinking. So if fat loss is the goal, you're not just solely thinking about the calories that you're consuming through alcohol. But now you have to think about the food that you are consuming as well, because, you know, like when we're drinking, we're more likely to eat more food. We're more likely to eat more snacks, um, grab those meals and stuff like that. So that's also something that you have to think about, because now let's say you go out for a night you have like five or six drinks, you know, that's an extra 600 calories, but you also made a Taco Bell run where you decided it would be a good idea to order two meals worth of Taco Bell and crush that. Now you just had an extra 1500 calories, an extra 2000 calories on top of the drinks that you had. So now you just had an extra 3000 calories in one night without even really realizing it. And now the progress that you had made within that week, you know, being in that calorie deficit of you know 500 calories per day, well, you kind of just wipe that out in one single night. So important to recognize what you're actually taking in as far as food and drink and just be conscious about those decisions that you're making. You know, one thing you can do, like if you do know that you're going to be drinking and you know that like you're the person who likes to have food when they're drinking, save some calories for those. Like throughout the week, eat a little bit less, maybe 200, 300 calories less, you know, Monday through Friday or Sunday through Friday. And that way, towards the end of the week, you have an extra, you know, 1,000, 1,500 calories that you can play with on the weekend. And so the damage isn't so bad when you're eating, you know, in excess or drinking in excess. So that's one thing you can do. Or just have like some lower calorie type meals or snacks that you enjoy whenever you're drinking. Like maybe you have a go-to meal that you really like. Maybe you go to Taco Bell and you have like a meal on there or an item on there that you get that's only like 300 calories and you get one of those after you're done drinking and you're good to go right so i guess the whole thing is just to kind of plan ahead plan if you're going to be if you know you're going to be going out and drinking plan you know the food thing the snack thing if you just take you know a couple minutes just to think about that plan that out that can go a long ways in helping you to continue to make progress within your your fat loss so i think the bottom line is you know when it comes to fat loss like Drinking less or even like cutting out alcohol is going to make fat loss easier for most people. But again, you still have to make that choice for yourself. Um, and like I said, yes, you can absolutely include some alcohol, but it needs to be moderated just like anything else. Like you can drink socially, you can go have a couple drinks, but you just need to be more aware about what you're actually consuming and be real with yourself and you know, be honest with yourself and then make an effort to kind of plan ahead because if you're doing all the things you need to do, like if your calories are still in check, if you're not going crazy with the drinks, if you're not going crazy with the excess food, like you can make progress. Like I said, I lost 100 pounds and I continued to drink pretty much the whole time throughout that. Um, 
And so I know it's possible. I've worked with people who have also, you know, they enjoy drinking or like drinking socially and they've been able to make progress. They're just more aware of what they're doing. So it is possible. Um, but I think having some of those rules, having some of those guidelines for yourself and what that's actually going to look like for you, like what moderation is going to look like for you is very important. So just something to uh, think about if you're somebody who's interested in fat loss. And then this last section, I thought we'd just talk about just some overall tips when it comes to drinking and, you know, still being able to make progress and feel good, look good, all that stuff. So as I've talked about, dehydration is an issue when it comes to drinking. So one of the best things you can do is hydrate, hydrate before, hydrate during, hydrate after whenever you're drinking alcohol. I know it can be kind of a pain sometimes, but like, especially before, like if you know you're going to be going out drinking that later that night, or you know, you're going to be drinking the next day, like hydrate up that day before, like pound the fluids, get some electrolytes in you. Um, that's going to help out a lot. If you can during, you know, have a, have a glass of water every once in a while. Um, afterwards, maybe the end of the night or at the end of your event, like you just chug a bottle of water before you go to bed or, you know, after you get done, that can all, that can help with how you feel the next day. It can help out with helping to prevent that hangover. Super simple thing that you can do, but, uh, can help a lot. Eat a full and complete meal beforehand. This one's pretty obvious, but a lot of people still don't do it. So before you go drinking, make sure that you eat something because that's going to help slow down the absorption of alcohol, which is going to help with the hangover and how your body handles all that alcohol. So just having a meal, you know, a complete meal with some fats, some carbs, some protein, complete meal. That way you, you know, you feel decent. You're not going to be as hungover the next day, hopefully. And uh, it's just something super simple. But, you know, sometimes we forget to do that. And especially like if you're in a fat loss phase, sometimes you'll see people who like they want to save extra calories for the drinking. So then they just don't like drink or they don't eat really all day and then they go and drink. That's probably not a good recipe. Like drink, eat something before you're going to go drinking. That way you're just going to have a better time. Your body's going to handle that liquor a little bit better and the hangover is not going to be nearly as tough. So eat a full meal beforehand. Uh, number three, you touched on this one a little bit just a second ago, but plan ahead. If you know you're going to be drinking and you have goals, especially around like fat loss or you know, you have fitness goals or things like that, plan ahead a little bit when it comes to saving some calories, having your meals set up, having your snacks set up, uh, maybe, you know, your water set out so that you can drink that, like just plan a little bit ahead, like take a, take a minute or two to think like, okay, what are the things that I can do that are going to help me not be hungover, not feel like crap, help me mitigate some of these things that alcohol is going to do to my body. Um, so yeah, just take a second to just plan that out a little bit. Getting decent sleep, especially when drinking, is a huge help. So like if you can, you know, like after a night out, take time to sleep in, you know, get a little bit of extra sleep. That's always going to help with with that stuff, because I think especially as you get older, you'll notice, too, like when you're young, you can bounce back. You can bounce back pretty quick, like, you know, in your your 20s and you know, especially like your younger 20s when you're drinking, like you can go drink and the next day you can wake up at like 7am and go work out and feel great and do all the things that you want to do. And it really doesn't affect you that much. But as you get older, that combination of drinking with little sleep can really mess you up. So try to get some decent sleep, sleep in a little bit after you've been drinking. And uh, that can that can help a little bit as well. And then the last thing talked about this one a little bit too, but like, if you have know, body composition goals or fat loss goals, weight loss goals, sticking to some of those lower calorie drinks most of the time is going to help you quite a bit. So like 
mixing drinks with the lower calorie mixers, having the lighter beers, the seltzers, all the things that are a little bit lighter can be helpful for either losing weight or even just maintaining weight. Because like I said, those drinks can add up pretty quick. Obviously, I'm not saying like you can never have a margarita, you can never have like, you know, a fancy mixed drink with a bunch of ingredients in it. But like if you have goals around body composition and things like that, then it's just take note of, you know, how often you're having those things, how many calories you're taking in, all that kind of stuff, because that can be helpful to hitting your goals. So um, with that, we'll wrap this thing up. But, you know, the whole purpose of this was not to say whether alcohol is good or whether it's bad, but to give you just a little bit of perspective on how it can affect your health, how it can affect your fitness goals, and just provide you with, you know, some tips and things like that if you do decide to drink. Like I said, you know, I personally, I enjoy drinking socially with my friends and, you know, having a good time and, and doing that stuff. But I also have, you know, kind of some rules and some guidelines around that stuff. And I figured out some things that work well, some things that don't work well when it comes to alcohol. So it's a little bit of a trial and error process for you. And uh, I think, you know, also important to understand that, like, if you do choose to do that stuff, like, yes, you can make progress, but you just have to be smart about it. So hopefully this was helpful. And if it was, do me a favor and just share this with one other person who you think would find some value in this that just continues to help me out with the show and grow this this podcast and help to get good information out to people because you know I know there's an abundance of information sometimes it's overwhelming sometimes it's hard to know what to actually do or you know there's just a lot of confusion so that's my whole goal continue to get out good information and simplify some of this stuff and help you guys with your own personal fitness journey so it was helpful share with one person really appreciate that and then lastly it is a new month at the time of this recording. So taking on five more people each month, I'm taking up to five new people, you know, again, trying to just take people on very slowly so that I can provide as much time and value to each person that I take on. So if you are interested in one of those one-on-one -on -one coaching spots, or even just learning more about it, there's an interest app in the show notes that you can check out. Um, I know right now we're coming up on, you know, the holidays pretty soon. We got Thanksgiving coming up. We got, you know, Christmas and all that kind of stuff coming up. And a lot of times people say, this isn't a great time because it's too busy. You know, I don't want to take on coaching or get involved in that. But this is realistically the time where most people put on the weight throughout the year. Like statistically, this is when most people put on excess weight. And the issue is most people, when it comes around to the new year, they don't ever lose that weight. So you continually put on you know, five pounds here, 10 pounds here, and then you look five, 10 years down the road, and you gain 50 pounds, and you don't really know how well, this is where a lot of people do it is during the holidays, they just kind of forget about fitness, they don't focus on it at all. And they just kind of go crazy throughout the holiday season. And then they struggle to get that weight off. So I know sometimes, you know, it seems like it's a bad time, because it's busy. But if you can figure this whole thing out, and be able to, you know, dedicate some time and prioritize fitness when you're busy, well, then that means you're going to be able to do it whenever. Because if you just quit when it gets busy or fall off when it gets busy, well, that's just life. You know, things are going to get busy. You're going to have busier seasons in life. You're going to have holidays. You're going to have things come up. You're going to have family events. And like being able to navigate fitness and still be able to you know, prioritize some of those things when some of those things come up is a super good skill for long-term progress and long-term sustainability. So um, with all that being said, got some spots open. If you're interested, hit those up. And with that being said, appreciate all you guys listening and uh, we will see you next week.